The Mommy Wines Podcast is a Mommy Wines Network and Emma Don production. Brought to you by Coffee Over Cardio, NakedWines.com, and Zaya Active. Hi, Emma. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm sorry. That was. Um, I'm just not used to this modern technology of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's, it's very um, high tech over here. I'm loving it. Podcast. <laughs> well, I saw I was supposed to call into Anchor, and I was like, "What is Anchor?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... I know I've gotten a few questions because um, I I'm never on the other end. So people are like, oh, do I need to download the app or do you send me a link? And I was like, oh, I send you a link, but I've never been on the other end. So, yeah. Like, I didn't know they had to download the app and then click the link. <laughs> and in my calendar, it's like, oh, are you local or are we doing this over Anchor? And I think I should just put in there, like, oh, if it's Anchor, like, download the app, because yeah, <laughs> it's, like, a struggle sometimes, because if, like, I don't know, sometimes I forget that, like, not everyone podcasts, so, like. <laughs> right, right, you're, like, you're about. in the podcasting world, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I listen to them, but I don't podcast myself. I'm very, I'm very excited I'm excited to join this one it's my first foray into podcasting <laughs> really it's the first one you've ever been on yeah it is I was supposed to do one actually oh this is like crazy I was supposed to do one um with a um a lady and she, it was called um mummy passport I think and actually I'm supposed to rearrange it and she was going to do a podcast with me and interview me about the business and about glowy and for real, I gave birth like 10 days early and the <laughs> podcast was the day after I gave birth. Oh, no. And um, obviously because I gave birth, I kind of forgot that I was doing this podcast. <laughs> and she's like texting me going, hey, um, my like podcast guy is about to like hook you up and ready to go. And, um, and I got it like two hours later and I was like, oh my God, I'm really sorry, but I have got the best excuse ever. I just gave birth. <laughs> <laughs> so we That's never redid good. the podcast so yeah I seem to be notorious for missing podcasts because obviously I missed our first um scheduled time that we were supposed to meet so sorry about that <laughs> oh no that's okay I you had two good excuses one <laughs> having a baby and, and the other one was that New York marathon I know that was pretty crazy so, <laughs> living in New um, York with kids <laughs> yeah go ahead and kind of just introduce yourself um, and tell the audience uh, what you do. Okay, um, so my name's Lucy and um, I'm the founder of Glowy and Glowy is a new um, maternity brand. We just launched earlier this year. Um, we soft launched mainly with family and friends. We launched a small fashion collection of um complete coverage nursing like really really cool stylish maternity and nursing clothing that you actually want to wear um all beautiful italian fabrics um so we launched that earlier this year and then about three weeks ago we launched our kind of um 
key foundational item of glowy which is this incredible legging um so it's a legging that you can wear through all nine months of pregnancy and then you can wear that same legging postpartum and it doesn't go all saggy and baggy you know how like leggings after you've like given birth or even as you get bigger they just kind of like lose their shape it's this incredible um fabric that um just looks really amazing you can wear it to like brunch you can dress it up with heels to work you can wear it for yoga um and then the beauty of it is it's got this built-in support band um that basically um supports your back and cradles the weight of your belly so um it just feels amazing and is super supportive and great so yeah we launched that like three weeks ago um and yeah yeah um so it's crazy I'm I'm a mum of two kids and um I just gave birth to my second child on Labor Day um (laughs) fitting (laughs) yes exactly right (laughs) um so yeah it's it's been it's been a trip because you know trying to run a business um and looking after two kids and a newborn is uh extremely tiring oh yeah (laughs) to say the least (laughs) just get an iv of coffee (laughs) coffee yeah coffee and wine yeah I, I, I am drinking a glass of wine I, I I I'm presuming all of your guests should be drinking a glass of wine while they're talking to you right um, I highly promote that, yes, but not, <laughs> not everyone does, and sometimes I do uh, recordings in the morning, um, just depending on, like, how I can schedule everybody and make it fit, because oftentimes my guests are moms just like me. Sometimes they're not, but oftentimes they are, or they're women in business and things, so trying to get my schedule plus my son's schedule to match you know my guest schedule it can be a challenge so sometimes I record in the morning so sometimes my morning aren't aren't pairing the dog but (laughs) (laughs) unless I've been having a really hard week right yeah the holidays are fast approaching and what would make a better gift for the wine lover in your life or even maybe yourself than a nakedwines.com wine box I have loved trying the NakedWines.com wines and my taste palette has definitely become more sophisticated. Plus, all the wines from NakedWines.com are crafted by independent, passionate winemakers, not big label brands that have more additives in their bottles than actual wine itself. Get a NakedWines.com wine box delivered, filled with wines made with love directly to your door this holiday season. Use code MOMMYWINES50 to get six bottles for only $34.99. That's MOMMYWINES50 to get six bottles of wine for only $34.99 from NakedWines.com. Or you can go ahead and click the link in the show notes below. I loved this time because I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm missing like the first part of the nighttime crazy routine. (laughs) There you go. I said to my husband, I was like, um, yeah, I'm, I've got a podcast today. I'm just going to be in another room. We look after the kids. Bye. Oh, man, you might want to check in and make sure the kids aren't, you know, drowning in the bathtub <laughs> eating candy. I know. I did just put some chicken nuggets under the grill on high. So hopefully he's checking on them. <laughs> <laughs> might burn your house down. You never know. <laughs> 
Oh, so how was that marathon? Was it crazy in New York? It was crazy. Yeah, the New York marathon is um it's always a it's a great, you know, it's a great event every year. It gets like you watch it, you start crying, especially I was like, you know, um postpartum hormones seeing all the amazing people running you're like oh my god this is so incredible <laughs> I could never do this um so it was great um but we then decided to go to Costco which was the biggest mistake ever because we then couldn't get home from <laughs> from Costco and we don't have a car in Brooklyn so um we um we had to, we got dumped out of our Uber with like an entire car's worth of of um shopping on the <laughs> on the sidewalk luckily outside a bar so I sat outside the bar with my daughter and my baby and um had a glass of wine actually because I was very <laughs> stressed out um while my husband went home got his bicycle and then just with a little trailer and just cycled back and forth about five times <laughs> to get all of our Costco shopping home so that's I have, city living. You sent me a photo of this. I might have to post it on my Instagram story. Yes, please do. <laughs> it was the most like New York thing I think I've ever seen was this bicycle. And it's very handy to have that cart on the back. But Very handy. Very uh, handy. Um, luckily, I... you had it because I wouldn't imagine going to Costco without a car. <laughs> well it's one of those like random gifts that you know you get your partner and they basically don't get it out of the box and then they really need it and they quickly get it out of the box <laughs> they're like oh this is why you bought this for me for oh, moments yeah. like this <laughs> so, where are you based I'm in currently I'm in Salt Lake City Utah oh amazing so it's very awesome. snowy and mountainy and yeah crazy right now yeah, I love that area. I've not even been into the city, but um, I've gone skiing um, in Salt Lake. And yeah, it's really, really beautiful area. I'm actually considering moving over to like the Park City area where oh, that's yeah. where a lot of people go skiing and snowboarding mm-hmm. and things. I've been to Park City. I love it. Yeah, it'd be a fantastic place to live. I I like the that side of the mountain range because the Salt Lake is kind of a... Um, it's like settled inside of like this circle or enclosure of mountains and there's a lot of pollution. So I'm looking at trying to get outside of this little valley area. Right. Um, and I think Park City is probably my favorite area of Utah. So I've been looking over there and I might, you know, make the trek onto the other side of that mountain. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> sounds great. Driving through the canyons isn't always easy, but... I'm a homebody. Once I get over there, I probably won't come back that often. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And a great place to um, bring up a toddler. Well, to bring up any children. <laughs> oh, yeah. He loves it over there. We we drive over there probably more than we should because right now it's only about 40 minutes from my house now. Uh, well, now that it's snowed, it's probably like two hours and 40 minutes. But... <laughs> Um, you know, on nice weather, it's only about 40 minutes. So we drive over there a ton because there's a little fast food burger place. Um, I think there's only one of them like around. It's like a family owned burger place, but my son loves it because it's themed after, um, like toy train sets. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, and it's in Heber City. Um, and then there's also a train. It's called the Heber Creeper. It's like this slow-moving old train um, that they've, like, kept up with the maintenance. And they've remodeled it. And they do, like, train rides. But they're, like, old, themey Western train rides. Oh, um, awesome. And we've ridden that train, I, ca- I can't even tell you, probably ten times. And so we are always over there because my son is just obsessed with it. And there's all kinds of little shops and it's just quieter. Like I can take him shopping over there and I don't have to constantly be watching him. Like I would have to be like downtown Salt Lake City. Um, It's just a little bit quieter. And especially if you're a local, if it's like right now, it's crazy because it's winter, but it's like their tourist season. Yeah. So it's probably more hectic over there right now, but like in the summertime, like it, nobody's really over there, <laughs> which is oh, crazy. I can imagine. Yeah, and I can imagine it's beautiful in the summertime as well. Oh, it's so pretty. That's You're awesome. from England, right? Yeah, originally from the UK. And what brought you to NYC? Um, so I I actually came over to New York as an intern. Um, I was doing fashion design in the UK and um, I came over here for one year um, to be an intern at American Eagle Um, and I then I fell in love with the city I just loved the energy of New York you know um, it's just the city that never sleeps you know it's so fun (laughs) especially you know for a 21 year old Um, oh yeah it was amazing I just turned 21 wow this place is so cool um (laughs) out every night drinking way too much and um yeah so I vowed like after I finished my degree I'm gonna come back out which I did um and I was out here for a couple more years and then um I had a calling to go back to the UK to work for a big um British luxury brand called Burberry oh cool um, yeah so I went back there and I was a designer at Burberry for nearly five years um and then I moved back to the U.S in 2010 and I actually um was in Columbus Ohio for a couple of years no um, way <laughs> yeah yeah I'm from I, Ohio. Uh... oh are you yeah. oh awesome whereabouts um well not Columbus but Cleveland oh yay that's <laughs> awesome I like Cleveland Cleveland rocks literally like yeah <laughs> yeah it's a cool city I liked Ohio, you know, like people are super friendly there. Oh, that's um, so nice. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, having a British accent in Ohio gets you really far. <laughs> people <laughs> love the British accent there. <laughs> everyone will be your friend for sure. And everyone seems to think I know all about the royal family. And, you know, <laughs> I think they hear that I've got a British accent and it's like, oh, she must be best friends with Kate and Meghan Markle. <laughs> like no I don't care about the royal family but did you watch 2019 of love island (laughs) are you a fan of the mommy wines podcast well of course you are or you wouldn't be hearing this right now one of the best ways to support the show you love besides obviously tuning in every wine wednesday for new episodes is shopping the mommy wines merch store on teespring.com This is where you'll find all of the Mommy Wines branded goodness, mugs to hold your coffee over cardio morning java, iPhone and Samsung cases, 
premium ultra soft hoodies perfect for upcoming cooler months, and of course flowy tees and tanks flattering on every mommy out there. Go shop the Mommy Wine storefront on teespring.com and make sure to use code WINEMOM for free shipping. Is that the UK or is it an American version of Love Island? Oh no, I watched the UK version of Love Island. Oh my god, that's amazing that you know about Love Island. I watch a lot of like BBC because I watch The Only Way is Essex too. Um, but oh my god, yeah, sucker for like really just garbage reality TV and. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Well, um, I actually gifted um a pair of leggings to Lucy Mecklenburg. I don't know if you've heard of her. She's from. She was in Made in Chelsea. Um, did you ever see that one? Yeah. So she's oh, pregnant at the I moment. I loved her. She was the one that had like the super long red hair, right? No, she's got brown hair. Um, I don't know if she ever maybe once had red hair, but um, no, she's got brown hair. And um, yeah, she's pregnant at the moment. So hopefully she'll be wearing her glowy leggings Cute. soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just a sucker for like the reality TV. But... Yeah, that's what I watch is the only way is Essex. And um, I think the one I was watching was something Amy. Um, and then oh, I, I don't know that one. Do you so so you can understand you can understand everyone in the TV shows like the only way when I Essex? first started watch, watching the only way is Essex. It took me like three episodes, three, four episodes, and I had to go back and rewatch them. Um but then, like, right after that, it's, I just started, I get everything. Like, I even had, because there's, like, 50 episodes of Love Island. So I have it playing because yeah. I have a home office here where I, like, do my podcast recordings and I work from home. Because um, I do, like, bookkeeping and payroll for small businesses, and I mostly do that from home. So I have a home office here, and... Uh-huh. Uh, I have like a TV in there and I have been using that as like background noise. And I like, like I tune in because, you know, like bookkeeping and stuff, that's not like the most thrilling, exciting job ever. I'm not like, you know, an extreme snowboarder or something cool, you know, but so I have like some entertainment on in the background and I just finished the last episode of the 2019 season um, today, this morning. Oh my god, and, that's so funny. That's oh, hilarious. I was like so rooting for some people, but they didn't win. <laughs> I need to get up on it. All of my friends in the UK watch Celebrity Love Island. Well, yeah. Is it because it's the celebrity one, right? Or is it normal people? Um, Because they did a celebrity like one. was like a mix. Because it had like Tommy Fury, which is like a boxer guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a basketball yeah. player and... Like so, there were some kind of like probably D-list celebrities, but a lot of them are like Instagram <laughs> influencers or like boutique owners. Right. I need to. So, what do you I watch, watch it on? Hulu. Oh, okay. I'm gonna <laughs> get on that. That's 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 tonight's sources. <laughs> yeah, I have Hulu, and it has a ton of BBC shows. Like, there's a lot of like. Okay, Canadian sold... shows and UK shows. I love it. Right, you solved my Saturday night <laughs> viewing <laughs> dilemma. Love Island, well, it is. 
take me back take well, me there's back 50 episodes, so you'll be busy for a while <laughs> <laughs> so what oh. inspired you to start glowy um well I was um I was at Under Armour and I was there for um nearly five years and um obviously working at one of the world's largest sportswear brands um I got to work across loads of incredible like innovations and fabrications um it was a really it was a really awesome job I um I then got pregnant with my first and um while I was pregnant you know as with so many mums I feel like I couldn't find any decent maternity clothes nope um things that I could you know go to work in but go work out in like that I could dress up dress down you know I found that I could I could get things that were really fashionable but like cheap and poor quality or super functional but not necessarily fashionable like I couldn't find the two I was like there's got to be a brand out there that has really cool fashionable maternity clothes that are also solving a problem and that are really functional because that was what I was doing at Under Armour you know it was like make all athletes better you know we were always looking at like how can we help the athlete be a better athlete so I was like there must be clothes that can help you and also look really great and I couldn't find any so um I went back to work after my maternity leave and I didn't think anything of it. And um, I was the um, head of uh, women's design working um, on the Misty Copeland collection. Do you know Misty? I I don't. She's the lead dancer at um, ABT. Um, So she, um, she's amazing. She is um, the lead dancer at um, ABT, American Ballet Theatre. And um, she has a, well, she has a signature collection with Under Armour. And um, yeah, so I worked on that with her and she's got great fashion style, but obviously all of her clothes needed to perform. So it was this amazing kind of challenge of how can we make incredible performance clothing that also looks super fashionable so that's kind of where I got the idea and um I just I I just started making leggings at home um literally like in my kitchen I was like testing like little actually I started off making these little like belly bands um and I was like ironing them and sewing them up in my kitchen and like doing all of the patterns and I would literally like find pregnant women (laughs) on the street and just stop them and people just thought I was crazy because especially in New York you do actually get stopped by crazy people sometimes and you know I'd be like hi you're pregnant and get a funny look (laughs) and then when I'd explain um you know people were always really eager to help so I started putting these belly bands on on women and I was getting really good feedback, you know, like people were saying, oh, I wore, I wore the belly band that you gave me all day and my lower back, the pain that I've been having, like I didn't have it that day. And, you know, then I didn't wear it the other day and then my lower back pain came back. And, you know, when I when it would come time for me to get belly bands off the wear testers, they wouldn't want to give them back to me. So I was like, okay, I think I have something here. Um, and so I just continued on making prototypes and then I thought well I should try and see if 
there's going to be someone that would want to produce this and like you know help bring it to life so I never really set out to start my own business you know I feel like fashion I've worked in fashion my whole career and I feel like you know women's wear in particular is, is a really oversaturated market um you know there's so much yeah. waste in fashion um it's, it you know we're bringing kids into the world and it's like the the amount of waste in fashion is just terrible so um I didn't really want to contribute to that by starting another brand um however I felt compelled to just keep going on with this project um of making these leggings you know which turned out to be glowy and then it just snowballed and it got to the point where I couldn't keep doing my day job um and do this at the same time so I decided to take the leap and and create a business so um that was that was about a year and a half ago and um yeah it's it's taken it's taken two years to get the product to market um when you're a small startup there's a lot of you know daily battles (laughs) that (laughs) that come up that you just don't realize um you know you it's it's crazy how when you work for a large corporation how much you take for granted um and when when it's just it's just myself and my business partner and it's you know you have to literally do everything so um I've learned a lot of new skills (laughs) I'm feeling that because I have um I've always consulted since about like 2013 on and off but now I'm doing it full-time so I've kind of like left corporate financial America and now I'm just doing it on my own and I'm like oh well now I'm marketing and I'm you know, I have to schedule myself and I have to be disciplined and I have to, you know, I'm client relations and I'm this and I'm that, and I'm the website designer and I'm, you know, doing all of these things. And I exactly. Cause you are, you are your own brand. If you're selling your services, right? You're your own brand. But that's awesome. And there's so much that comes with that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Right website designer social media manager I mean like your resume now can like you can literally put anything <laughs> <Yeah>. on it <laughs> uh, my resume is just one page one sentence I wear all hats oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> my name exactly. is Emily <laughs> are you a coffee lover just like me sipping my morning java is the only way I can keep up with my toddler and busy lifestyle that's why I love coffee over cardio Coffee Over Cardio is a premium coffee company started by female entrepreneur Abby Scott. Whether you love a good flavored blend or a strong roast, Coffee Over Cardio is ideal for any jitterbug. They are also carb-free, keto-friendly, sugar-free, and gluten-free, so pretty much that means they're completely guilt-free. Try Coffee Over Cardio's most popular flavors today, French Toast and New Doctor's Orders Vanilla Hazelnut. Yum! Make sure to use code 10 Don to save at checkout. Once again, that's 10 Don at coffeeovercardio.com. Yeah, but I was just listening to this podcast the other day, and it was talking about entrepreneurship. And they were saying that, um, you know, they think entrepreneurship is just so everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, but really you know, all it is, is it's, you've created a solution to a problem. And I think that is just like exactly what you did. You saw a need and a problem 
and you created a solution. And honestly, like I wore like the H&M maternity line because it was easily mm-hmm. accessible. I could go in, I could try the things on. They were affordable because I knew I probably would only wear them for a month or two. And then that was it. And they were not not bashing H&M because I do love them. But, you know, maternity clothes are just not known for being comfortable or long lasting because they're typically made to be, you know, worn for a month or two or three and then, you know, kind of discarded. But I just like I couldn't even imagine what my pregnancy would have been like or the difference it would have made if I would have just had something that made me a little bit more comfortable, like or lasted the whole time. It's game changing. I I bet. Exactly. I might have to have another kid just to try it out. (laughs) (laughs) You should do. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, um, Glowy is a more premium product. But um, you basically get what you pay for. And our leggings, you know, you can wear them for years to come. Um, You know, I'm 12 weeks postpartum now and I'm still wearing the same pair of leggings that I wore throughout my pregnancy. Um, And they still fit me really beautifully. Um, You know, you can wear them not pregnant. You know, you could buy them before you even get pregnant. But um, the the whole point behind the brand and behind the philosophy is... You know, we don't we don't want to just make another throwaway fashion item. Um, you know, we try and work as sustainably as possible. All of our packaging is sustainable. Um, we're actually going to be coming out with a lighter weight legging that's um, made from recycled um, fabric as well. Um, and, you know, we've created something that's really quality. It's made to last. Um and it's made to kind of like fit with your changing body. So the fabric's incredible. It grows with you. And then as you kind of, you know, you give birth and then you um, slowly go back to maybe your pre-birth weight. Although I don't know how many of us actually do that. <laughs> if, you're um, <laughs> if, if you're really lucky, right? Um, but yeah, so they, they last you a really long time and, and they're super comfortable and, and chic. So um hopefully you know a lot of women will enjoy wearing them and like the support that they give them as well that's awesome I was actually just uh doing some research on a fulfillment centers and there's an entirely eco-friendly manufacturer and just like fulfillment center um in Columbus actually Columbus Ohio oh really Um, yeah and they do everything like there's like solar panels on the roof and they like recycle everything and they make um they make a lot of like different merchandise but they mostly do fulfillment and like shipping and receiving and stuff and it's like all of their packaging is eco-friendly everything's like recycled I have no idea but I was like looking it up that is very cool and, yeah, yeah. Um, you you'll have to give me their information yeah <laughs> A lot of, I've noticed um, a lot of fulfillment centers and stuff are going to a more eco-friendly route just because, you know, like they have so much waste and it's oftentimes a lot easier for like warehouses and things to start going a little bit more eco-friendly than it is in some other industries. But yeah, I found them in Columbus because I was, I always you know, when I'm looking for companies or, um, I mostly work in Utah and in Ohio just because like, if I ever want to go home or 
if I ever get the chance to move back, I was like, oh, I already have clients there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're in Columbus. And I was looking at them because I have merch for the podcast and I was looking that- at them to be the fulfillment. But, yeah, they're right there in Columbus. That is very cool. I will, I will definitely check them out. Okay, Wine Moms, I have an announcement. I will no longer be taking a commission from my Zaya Active Sales. Instead, I want you all to shop through the Mothers Without Borders event when you visit my Zaya Active website and snag up your favorite activewear. Every quarter, I will take the proceeds from the event and donate them directly to Mothers Without Borders. This is a nonprofit organization that aids orphaned children and empowers the local women living in Zambia. I recently had the pleasure of meeting this organization's head operators and connected with their mission. Now, since a 33-hour flight going across the world would leave me in a constant state of pure and utter panic, I am donating my revenue instead of my lack of laborer or shift skills. (laughs) Nobody wants that. To do your part to help and join the cause, all you have to do is shop the Mothers Without Borders event on myzaya.com backslash amadon. Or you can donate directly at motherswithoutborders.org. I didn't really have a maternity leave because I have my own business. But what's so nice is that I know that, you know, after 12 weeks, I'll be working, but I'll still be with the baby because I work from home. And, you know, I have all of these wonderful friends that I've met through my birth group. And, you know, I see all these women around me that are all having to go back to work um, when the baby's 12 weeks. And it's just so sad, you know, because 12, the 12 week mark is when they do start smiling back at you and you feel like you're finally getting something back from them. Um, And it's just so sad. And, and, you know, that, that was the thing I was saying about, um, you know, I come from the UK and you get a year, you can take up to a year maternity leave. It's not all paid, but you do get up to a year off. And, um, you know, it's, it's really hard in, in corporate America that women just have such a short amount of maternity leave. And I feel like 12 weeks is good for some people, you know, some people don't even get to take that, that much time off. And I hope that changes at some point. Well, yeah, 12 weeks um that is a lot because there was only I there was a girl in my department at the last uh place I worked at which was a credit union here in Utah and um she was she was getting ready to go on maternity leave and only I think she said two of the weeks were paid but she got six weeks off wow and I'm like, six weeks? You're going to come back to work after six weeks? Like, I could not even imagine having to put no. Milo in daycare at six weeks old. That's mind-blowing. It's awful. They're so little then, you know. <laughs> they they can't hold their head up. They're just so vulnerable at that time. Yeah. It's tough. I hope I hope the laws change at some point. Or, or corporate America, like, just gives better maternity leave because it's it's um yeah it's really hard I think well one of the things too is like I was sitting at my office because I did negotiate um when I did go back to work I negotiated uh like working from home flexibility Mm -hmm. yeah just because like nowadays there's really no like dire need in a lot of positions to really be sitting in a cubicle at an office 
you know um, exactly with technology and and software and stuff like it's just not very necessary for everyone unless you're like a people facing you know person you might yeah yeah but um I completely agree and I think actually um I think you know newer kind of smaller startup brands really understand that and embrace that and I think you know sort of older like corporate America is really slow to kind of get with the times and and see that you know you can have a really great global company from people that are working in different you know cities or different states or different countries either and you know with modern technology like you said you can you don't all need to be in the same place oh yeah definitely like even before um you know becoming a mom like a lot of the things that I would do uh what actually brought me to Las Vegas we were talking about earlier is I was doing a lot of traveling and those people were all over the world and we would write these blog posts and we would send them in and even right now I have a a publishing firm that's based in the UK and they contribute a lot of um, like lifestyle and home and business kind of blog posts like as a contributor on my website and yeah you know like I work so closely with that publishing firm and I'm they're actually on a series of children's books oh awesome and they're probably you know going to be my publishing firm and I might never even see them in person (laughs) but we've been working together for over three years now and wow yeah uh, you know we we work so closely almost daily at least three to four times a week and yeah, I've never, I've been on video conferences, but I've never seen them in person. And we have a very successful partnership. So I don't know, I hope that, you know, work flexibility, you know, starts becoming more of the norm, because it's such a struggle, especially for women in the workplace to have that, that balance. It totally is. And I think it puts so much pressure. And I think, you know, um, when you do go back to work, you know, like, I think women struggle with having to leave on time to like pick up the the baby from daycare or, you know, like release the nanny. And it's, you know, you always worry about being that mum or, you know, that one that's like leaving early or, you know, like even just a couple of minutes early. And I think like women put so much pressure on themselves but also get so much pressure from the the corporate america that they're you know the corporate companies that they're working for um to you know be everything to everyone yeah (laughs) it's a lot of pressure well when i was working in an office i was never able to take a lunch i always had to eat at my desk um because if i would have taken a lunch in the rush hour traffic to get from my suburb to, or from downtown to my suburb. Um, if I would have taken a lunch, I wouldn't have been able to pick Milo up from daycare on time. Right. So I had to wake up, get him up, get both of us ready, get both of us dressed, get both of us out the door, drop him off, drive all the way downtown, work my eight hours with no lunch, no breaks, just eight hours straight. And then 
sit in traffic for an hour and a half and then pick wow. him up from daycare and bring him home. And it was dreadful. Yeah. And if, if you're doing that on your own as well, it's not like you get home and then have a break. <laughs> your oh, second yeah. job begins. Your <laughs> other full-time job. <laughs> I know. I need to find one of those husband things everyone keeps talking about. <laughs> They seem to really like them, but, you know, I just haven't jumped on that bandwagon yet. <laughs> These husband things, yeah. They could be useful at times. At times. You know, I was always curious if the usefulness outweighs the the times when you feel like you have two children and not just one. <laughs> I don't know, actually. I need to, I need to like, count up. <laughs> the times where you just feel like you have two children yeah no I I definitely or you feel like you're just um talking to a brick wall like right. you, you talk to everyone and no one answers you <laughs> well okay you send me a pro and con list and then I'll reevaluate <laughs> <laughs> your situation. My situation and then maybe I'll just decide to just get a babysitter once in a while instead <laughs> I know it's so crazy because no I really would I would love to be married but to get married you have to do the whole dating thing yeah it's just like so exhausting and I'm like man I'm I turned 30 this year and I'm like I'm just you know I'm tired I'm a mom you know I have like multiple projects and a couple businesses that I run and operate and it's just wow. like when am I gonna have the time or the energy or the want to put in the effort to date because <laughs> yeah that's the thing you got to put in your work you know to get the reward and I'm like man I I might just reevaluate this whole getting married situation <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure and I'm sure for you as well um being a mom you want to make sure that you're dating the right person you know I'm I'm sure you're very protective of your of your son as well and oh yeah you know you you want to make sure that you're meeting with people that are normal (laughs) not crazy (laughs) that's also a struggle because you know back in the day I would you know go on a date and have no cares about it but now I get one DM on Instagram and I'm like running his name, Googling him, seeing if he has a record. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine. I mean, that's like social media is so good in some ways, but so bad in others. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's good to just be like, you know, none the wiser. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So we do typically confess on this show i don't know if i prepared you for that but did you do you have a confession so what sort of things do we confess to oh all kinds of things silly stories um embarrassing moments mommy confessions oh okay um (laughs) i feel like i should have a good mummy confession (laughs) <laughs> well yeah you you have two you have twice the chances of having a mommy confession I know right wow um gosh yeah I mean I would say one of my confessions will be that um I tell a look I mean this is not a very big confession but because I think every parent does this 
Um, but I tell a lot of white lies to my children to just um, make the bedtime routine go that little bit quicker. You know, <laughs> if, if you I'll get you an ice cream tomorrow. <laughs> a lot of like bargaining, you know, constantly bargaining because I'm just thinking as soon as they're down, I can like sit down on the sofa, glass of wine and relax. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I say I am the master of white lies, which is which I feel very guilty about but then I think well you know they're not they're not going to remember any of this <laughs> <laughs> I never remembered anything before I was seven years old so um, yeah, I hope they say that it like you know subconsciously molds them but I'm like oh man I hope not <laughs> yeah exactly I mean one confession it's not really a confession it was just like a total mum fail is um, I was potty training my daughter and wow no you know how like there's certain things that no one tells you about like they don't tell you about what happens after you've given birth and how you like you know can't sit down for three weeks and that kind of thing (laughs) like no one talks about any of that Um, nobody. (laughs) and I feel like no one really talks about potty training and how horrible it is (laughs) I don't know anyone that's had a good potty training experience, but I'm pretty um, sure I'm going to be packing diapers in Milo's suitcase when he goes off to college <laughs> because this kid is never going to be potty trained. I swear. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's it's a tough one. It's a tough one. But um, I was potty training my daughter and I did an epic mum fail of basically going out with her without a change of clothes. Um <laughs> And it was a pretty cold day and um, we were out an art gallery um, and it was quite a fancy art exhibition. And of course, my daughter wet herself and she ended up like going around this art exhibition with me in just like a little, um, a little pack away, like anorak and her sneakers and like (laughs) literally like nothing else. Oh, no. So I was that mom. I was that mom that, like, you know, has their daughter basically like semi naked walking around because I totally forgot to bring a change of clothes. So if you're <laughs> potty train training, definitely take at least one change of clothes with you when you go out. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, I actually I have a confession, and I'm not sure if I've told this on the podcast already or not, but I feel like it's very suited for your episode because. The other day, Milo has a -A Build-A-Bear, and he got it for his birthday. Um, And if you want a budget-friendly birthday idea, take your kid to Build-A-Bear on their birthday because the bear only costs how much their age is. Oh, really? Yeah. So last year when he turned two, I was like, oh, well, what am I going to do with a two-year-old for his birthday, you know? But So I took him to Build-A-Bear. And I get up to the checkout, and his bear is only $2, uh, Love it. which was great. I was like, wow, I expected to spend, like, $50 on this Build-A-Bear. <laughs> but, yeah, two It's amazing. Bucks. Yeah. Um, but Milo has had this thing for a whole year, and I was thinking a few days ago, I was like, okay, I should really wash this bear because he turned three. Well, actually, it wasn't a couple days ago. It was a couple months ago because he turned three in September. And I was like, he's had it for a year. I should really launder like this bear, right? Well, 
I was like thinking about it and I was like, okay, I'm just going to toss it in the next time I wash his clothes. Well, we have been on and off trying to potty train and Milo is in the bathroom. And of course he takes his bear named Thomas to the bathroom. And I thought he was just going to sit him on his lap. Nope. I go in there and my son is buck naked with his bear covered in poo and he's sticking him in and out of the toilet. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm not waiting to wash this bear for his laundry hamper to be full. I'm going to wash it now. Well, I guess my son had thrown in a shoe into the washing machine. So I thought I put the bear in by himself, but there was a shoe in there. So the part of the bear that they pull to seal up the back where they put in the fluff yeah. Uh, had ripped this, the string had ripped because the shoe must have, you know, beaten it up in the washing machine. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got to take this bear because my son is now devastated. This is his prized <laughs> possession, his favorite thing on the planet. But he was just taking down the toilet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As a two year old does. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, put it in the toilet that's full of poo. Uh, <laughs> so he's just devastated that the back of this bear has a rip in it and his fluff is coming out so I was like okay I loaded him up and you know after I washed him you know washed the bear gave the baby a bath you know that I loaded him up and we went in the car to the mall to back to Build-A-Bear to see if they could maybe fix him or we would just have to get a new Thomas well we get to the shopping mall and I go to get him out of his car seat And he smells awful. I was like, you must have just ripped the biggest fart I've ever, like, (laughs) smelled in my life. And I'm pushing him in the stroller. And I'm like, okay, this smell is still going on. It's overwhelming. I'm taking him to the bathroom. So I take him to, you know, the public bathroom in 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 the mall. And I pick him up. And there's poo all over his back and all over his legs oh and I put him, it's pretty chilly here so I put him in some like feedy pajamas right um and it, it was getting pretty late it was actually like 7 30 when we decided to leave and go to the mall so I was like okay I'm gonna take him get Thomas fixed bring him back and put him straight to bed well he is now covered total diaper explosion so <laughs> I use like half a pack of wipes trying to clean him up. And then I realize that he's wearing footed pajamas. So I can't put those back on him. And oh, I didn't no. have anything else to put on him. So I put his coat on. I put shoes that were in the stroller on. And then I put his di- a new diaper on him. And then I threw the diaper and the pajamas away. And I was like, okay, well, we're just going to have to stop. We're at a mall, okay? Like, we can find clothes. (laughs) This is the place to be if you're ever going to, you know, forget to have an extra pair of clothes on you. Yeah. So we go in to uh, H&M. Apparently, that's my store lately. Uh, (laughs) And I was like, okay, we're just going to get him, like, a little sweatsuit, you know? Like, sweatpants, sweatshirt. Yeah. we go in there and he is just not having it. He's not wanting any clothes. He doesn't want to put anything on. He had now taken his coat off. So he's just in a diaper and these swimming shoes that were left in the stroller from summer. 
<laughs> and he's running around H&M. Oh, my um, God. Eventually took one of his shoes off and threw it somewhere. It's now missing. Uh, and he is just, like, throwing a fit. He won't stay in the stroller. He keeps getting in and out. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And everyone is looking at me. Like, oh, I am a complete lunatic because my kid is <laughs> naked, like, stripped down to a diaper. It's 30 degrees outside because it's Utah. And... Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. And he is just, like, he he's trying to push his stroller, and then he keeps climbing <laughs> in and out. And it's also crowded because I didn't realize it because since I've been working from home, I have, like, no concept of what day it is. Uh, and it's like a Friday night so oh my god not only is the mall super busy but it's also packed full of like high school kids <laughs> and they're all looking at me like all these teenagers are looking at me like who is this crazy lady with this naked baby in the shopping mall and <laughs> so not only did we spend like a half an hour like cleaning him up in the bathroom to not have anything to put back on him but now we are in H&M and he's throwing I the biggest that. loudest tantrum and fit and just oh, all over no. the place completely in his diaper he looked like a rug rat <laughs> it's the worst isn't it it always happens at the worst time and you're like oh no everyone's gonna think that I'm that mum <laughs> Oh no, I was. And it's like everyone everyone is that mum. It's like everyone (laughs) goes through that, like it's completely normal. I have to say, when I see that happen to mums now, I feel like so bad for them, but I also like have this sense of like, yes, I'm not alone. It's not just me that's got crazy kids. Right. (laughs) Thank goodness. It's also cool too because I was talking to one of my um other guests on a different episode about how as soon as you become a mom, you have this like golden ticket and you're like initiated into this club. And like, no matter where you are or what you're doing, like I've had random moms. I don't know, like come up to me and like pick my son's shoe up in like the supermarket or be at the playground. And, you know, he's throwing a fit because he doesn't want to leave and like you know, the mom sitting next to me on the bench decides to leave too. And we both conspire to tell a white lie to our kids that the park is closing. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's... It's nice. It's like it's an nice. unwritten, like, club, isn't it? Where Yeah, we got the golden ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think that's... Um, it is. It's great that you get to, you know, even if you, even if you don't speak to that other mum, you know, and you walk past them on the sidewalk and you both just give each other that like gaze you know like yeah (laughs) I see you sister (laughs) I know what you're going through (laughs) it's gonna be okay (laughs) yeah it's nice it's nice to have that and that's one of the missions I have with this podcast and I know not every one of my guests um is a mom but a lot of them you know they just have something to share and I think it's a group of you know the followers of this show are a community and I love sharing you know guests that I think they're gonna love and you know just kind of embrace this crazy you know mom life community and just share some of our confessions and that's one of the reasons why the confessions segment of the show is one of my favorites because it's a, you know, it's a little bit of a laugh and 
you know, you don't have to take yourself so seriously. I could have easily, you know, broke down and and cried and had a mental breakdown in the middle of H&M. But, you know, now I'm just like, it happens. (laughs) Yeah, shit happens. Shit happens. (laughs) (laughs) I know that whole story had to do with poo. Poor Thomas. (laughs) wouldn't have been broken if it wasn't for poo and yeah if, if milo wouldn't have pooed we could have had thomas fixed but yeah the whole story but hey happens. shit happens <laughs> <laughs> well it was great having you on the show today um thank you tell everyone where they can find glowy or um, yeah you, know, you on the internet or social media yeah of course please do follow us um our social media our instagram handle is glowy underscore collection so it's g-l-o-w-e um glowy and actually glowy stands for giving love to women everywhere cute um, that's one of our missions and we hope to do that so yeah so check out glowy collection um so that's our instagram and then it's glowycollection.com i don't know when this recording is going out but we've got a big black black friday sale um so check us out we've got 25 percent off and if you sign up then you get um some personalized discounts depending on if you're pregnant um if you're postpartum or neither um you can get a personalized discount as well on top of our black friday sale but definitely check us out and check out the glowy legging it's absolutely amazing and you'll never want to take it off (laughs) (laughs) apart from to give birth obviously Uh then you should take it off (laughs) well yeah (laughs) yeah well unless you're not at the hospital yet then keep it on yes yes exactly unless you're like your son where you just want to take your clothes off (laughs) oh man I want to try it yeah you should do it's really awesome it's a good legging so perfect well I loved having you on the show today you were such a great guest thank you for having me Emma it was really lovely to talk to you I will definitely have to podcast again (laughs) yes well you're always welcome to come back on the show Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Have a lovely evening. You too. Bye-bye. Today's episode of the Mommy Wines podcast was brought to you by NakedWines.com, Zaya Active, and Coffee Over Cardio. Do you love the show? Show your support by shopping the Mommy Wines podcast merch store at teespring.com or by becoming a monthly supporter of the show by clicking the support button at anchor.fm backslash mommywines or you can use the support link in the show notes below. Have you been wanting to start your own podcast? Join the MW Podcast Network. All info on the MW Network, merch, partnerships, coupon codes, episodes, blog posts, and so much more can be found at themommywines.com. As always, thank you for listening, and until next week, wine moms, parent and drink responsibly.